at the uh, recording studio here in, Atl- in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, it's me and Justin. It's the Christmas show. It is. The so holiday we're, show. We're in the giving mood. All, the all-encompassing seasonal show that uh, panders to all religions. Speaking of all religions, let's talk about the passion. The passion of the Christ? Because I'll just let the cat out of the bag. We were talking about the possibility of us recording a commentary track for that film. Well, we, yeah, we were talking about maybe recording a commentary track for a film, and then we looked at each other and said at the same time, Babe, Pig in the City. And then, no, that's actually something that comes up later, but The Passion of the Christ, right? Yeah, because that would be, um, and one of the things I had said was, let's do it and not tell people what movie we're doing and see how long it takes them to figure it out. <laughs> what part do you think that they might have known? It depends. If it depends on if we name drop certain saviors. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think after 50 straight minutes of us saying, well, he's beating him, <laughs> they would probably figure it out. Now this is, see, this is a movie I've never seen. Oh, you've not? No. So I'd be, it'd be a kind of a wide eyed first look for Justin Waddell. So, uh, and a kind of, what are you doing December 25th? Cause well, I thought we were seeing aliens versus predator later, but maybe if I can get away, we're going to see the shit out of that at the very latest, the 26th, but, Hopefully a late showing on the 25th. Yeah. We got to see it. We probably need, you're going to need to see that twice just to see the stuff we missed the first time through. You want to watch it once from the perspective of the alien? Yeah. Did you watch the little five-minute intro? I didn't. I don't want to. I don't want to watch. Because I, wa- I made the mistake of watching the spoiler clip that showed all those deaths. You know, the one that we released a couple months ago. I don't yeah. want to watch anything else. Because yeah. the worst thing that can happen is you see everything and you're watching it and you realize that not only are you watching a bad film, but you've seen most of it already. Somehow, I'm not worried about being spoiled with Aliens vs. Predator. I just don't want to. Matter of fact, if they had the first hour and 12 minutes online, <laughs> well, I don't they, think I would have much, any, my emotions would remain pretty consistent. That would be a bootleg, and you don't condone those. No, sir. an online teaser. Is that what they call it? Like, we left the credits out, come to the theater so you could see the credits. <laughs> a little teaser. Um, you you said you're, you kind of like... Uh, one of the cast members in this. From, yeah, the uh, guy from Rescue Me. Okay. I I mean, I've never seen him in a theatrical film. Is he, in, is he the main character? No, Dennis Leary is not in Aliens vs. Predator. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not sure. Or Since it's a seasonal movie, uh, at any point in time, like Gremlins, which is... Actually, we can talk about great Christmas movies, by the way. Okay. Gremlins being one of them. Um, what... Was, you know, did one of the aliens wear like a Christmas hat? Like a little, you know what I'm saying? Like a Santa hat? That'd be kind of a neat little tribute to the timing of the release. I don't think so, but during the, uh, there is a human slash predator sex scene. Yeah. And he comes down her chimney, if you know what I'm saying. Could you elaborate? Because I she, might not know the, what you're saying. He finds her cookies at the bottom, if you know what I'm saying. He's in. He's in. He's in her in, in her living room eating her cookies. Oh yeah, that she left for him. Opening yeah. her present per se. Goes to Tinseltown. He fucks her. Um. Okay. Well, I I can understand the R rating, I guess. But so let's talk a little bit about. Uh, you know, a lot of people like that. You know, for you know Christmas movies, you think of maybe like the. Christmas peanut special, you know, things like that. But what are some great non-traditional Christmas movies? I think Gremlins is one of them. 
but I can also name you another. The brave one. <laughs> Die Hard. Oh, you're being okay. Yeah, Die Hard. Mine is the serious. riff. I mean, I watch it every year. Yeah, but those are. I mean, these are good Christmas movies, Christmas holiday films that aren't that aren't seen as uh, as such. I think. And the ref is a great one because I think the ref is still underseen. Yeah, Die Hard not so much, but Die Hard isn't really thought of as a as a Christmas movie yet. It takes place oh, and has a, Christmas, a bunch of stuff. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I, look yeah. at this. I mean, Die Hard and and de- and definitely Gremlins and Gremlins, the ref. I mean, there's there's a handful. What my, else? My um my wife always watches Home for the Holidays every Thanksgiving. Not that that's a holiday. I mean, Christmas movie. But you love that. You love that. Movie, I do right? love that. And movie. did Jodie Foster direct that movie? She did. Okay. Who's all in it? Robert Downey Jr. Yep. Uh, Dylan. Uh, Mc, uh, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boring. He's you great. like him? Dylan McDermott. Yeah, I love him. He's in Zodiac. That's that's Dylan. That's no, Dermot, he is in Zodiac though. Dermot Mulroney is in Zodiac. Well, who am I, who'd you say? Dylan oh, McDermott. Yeah. Hardware, your favorite movie. Um, I'm not. I like Hardware a lot, but I don't like. And Bancroft is in Home for the Holidays. David Strathairn. Um, the the uh, Robert Downey. Yeah, we said that. Uh, we got uh, uh, Charles Durning. Robert Downey. Yep, he's great in it. Very funny. Um, Who's the main actor? Geraldine man? Chaplin. Who's the main actress? Holly Hunter. Though? Holly Hunter, okay. Um, the the woman who plays her sister-in-law, for, is her Cynthia Ross or Cynthia? Cynthia Rothrock. <laughs> yeah. She was in Happiness, I believe. The girl, she's kind of a boring-looking... Jane woman. something? No, not that. No, it's not that. Anyway, she's in it... Um, and that's pretty much the gang. And, oh, what's her name? Who plays her daughter? The girl, Anna Paquin, maybe? Oh, really? Some girl plays Dirty Foster's daughter, uh, Holly Hunter's daughter, who's, maybe it's Claire Danes. I don't remember who it is. Yeah, that sounds right. Some girl. But, uh, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a really good movie. Got totally ripped apart by people when it came out, but it's, I love it. Speaking of uh, Claire Danes, as an aside, I was flipping through the Entertainment Weekly's Best of the Year um, lists. They have a bunch of lists, and mm. the the number one DVD release of the year. Okay. The My Soul Called Life box set. Fucking Owen Gleiberman didn't even have No Country for Old Men on his top. I noticed that. Although I'll give Lisa Schwartzbaum credit. Or he had Super Bad, though. I'll give him that. Yeah. But she had, uh, they both had Zodiac, and she had No Country, and she also had something else that I loved. I forgot what it was. I have no idea how you don't put No Country on there. There's, uh, if you're, there's no this that's like science fiction to me that you don't put that on there. There's absolutely no way that you can have that. They, he should get fired. Fuck his opinion. Well, he's always been a a pile of bitch. Well, what's what's his complaint? He probably didn't see it. Then well, again, I don't re- I don't remember reading their review of the movie, and I don't know if he did it. But the bottom line is, is aside from the little twisty type thing that happens in the story, which is th- some people set some people off. How do you find? There's how, no, how do you come out of that theater not feeling like you saw something transcendent? But yeah, I don't see how you can leave that off your list. Really, even if you didn't like it, you got to lie, you know. But other Christmas movies, like what do you th- like? Let's okay, pulling all the ones that we've mentioned. Like, let's come up with the top ten, our top ten recommendations for holiday, like films to watch during. Let's not just limit it to Christian people and 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 people that don't. You know, non-religious people. Let's let's include the Muslims and and the Jewish folks and all those great great other lesser known nationalities and their stupid rituals. <laughs> like um, yeah, you're just talking about seasonal for the season. Yeah, for this, the season, for this, this giving season in December. And what movies would we recommend you watch? Well, it doesn't even 10, have to be Christmas. 
No, I mean, well, can be anything. We're we're coming. Up, are Christmas. We, I mean, they're Christmas movies, whether they talk about Christmas or whether they embody the spirit. And then we're coming up with a, a collective top ten list that people should watch over the top holidays. ten. Okay. So, I'll go, like number ten, Dagon. Okay. And and the reason behind it is that um, there's. Can I ask you a question real quick? Because I'm not familiar with the movie. Does it take place at night? A lot of it does, but it's not what you think. Is that what the title means? No. <laughs> Dagon uh, is about giving. It's about taking. <laughs> yeah. It's about um, powers that are bigger than you or I okay. having uh, their way with us. And that's very much like the myth of Christmas. Uh-huh. Dagon, number 10. Okay. Do you, you have you a number nine or are you looking at to me for a number nine? Uh, we, I figure we would take turns. That gives us five each. Okay. The math... The math I've just done in my head tells me that. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess number nine would have to be uh, Sam Peckinpah's Straw Dogs. If you're I, thinking of a movie that, um, there actually in the movie there was there was some gift giving. <laughs> and sometimes you get gifts from people who you don't want gifts from. Yeah, and then you end up liking that gift a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But that's I think that's a good film because um if I'm not correct, isn't doesn't Dustin Hoffman, if I'm remembering this correctly, doesn't he dress as Santa Claus uh for about half that movie and kind of run around in a some kind of sleigh? Like he kind of drives a sleigh with and trains ho- reindeer or so, but there's definitely it, I think there's subtext that leads us to that. Isn't like a Jack Frost character come up with some am I, what am I thinking of that or am I thinking of the Tim Allen series? I get those straw dogs and Santa, Santa Claus. Claus confused because they kind of rhyme. You can oh. see that would how that would happen, but I think that's good because we got Dagon at number ten, and then we cut it up with a little the sweet story of straw dogs at number nine. Yeah, and number eight is yeah. Torch Song Trilogy. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> Uh, the producers of that movie, thank you for yanking it from the abyss. <laughs> uh, to, I mean, that movie was fucking gone. Okay. Uh, second of all, star of that movie is Harvey. Harvey Fierstein. Uh, Fierstein. Now, did he write that movie as well? He think he did. I think he wrote, he did. Wrote the play. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Holiday spirit. A lot of giving. Um, <laughs> a little receiving. Just a little though. Oh, actually, equal amounts of giving and receiving. Okay. Um, Lots of weird voice in that film too. Yeah. I think um, I think at some point during the holidays, one of them goes by Carol. Um, yeah. I just think it's like it's definitely there's a spirit of of the holidays. There's a festive, uh, gay, kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I there they have stockings, but they're a little lighter in them. <laughs> But it's it's a good. <laughs> how do you, how do you uh? There's a lot of candy canes being suckled. <laughs> there wasn't sweet um, tastes. <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of that. Uh, I haven't seen the um, the any of those that trilogy. Um. Well, as is the case, they kind of blew their wad in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And they they kept trying to get bigger and bigger, and the second one was much more bloated, and the third one. Um, 
Are you sure you're just not talking about Harry Fierstein at this point? Fucking bloated and throated. What would number seven be? The day after. Are we talking about Christmas films? I always think of that. Because that, because it's about when, um, like you know, most people celebrate. You know, there's Christmas Eve. That everybody, everybody, that's all they talk about. <laughs> well, but it, but it's really Christmas Day, which follows it, where the real shit goes down. Well, I was thinking of, what do you give a country that has everything? You know. Yeah. And how do you give to everybody at the same time? Yeah. Solution. The day after. <laughs> Nuclear war. Um, but that that always reminds me of kind of a, the act of giving and receiving and being melted by a mass weapon. And that would be number seven. Especially after the day after Christmas sales. You know, ties yeah. into that. And I, honestly, I, I find myself sometimes in a state after the holidays where I am wandering around town kind of aimlessly with my skin flying off. I'm disoriented. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm puking shit. I've got like meconium coming out of my knuckles. Merry Christmas. Exactly. Number six. Meconium. Uh-huh. Small soldiers. It's a it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> Fucking small soldiers, the hit Christmas film, starring toys. Uh, very much a holiday movie. I mean, it's about the perils of uh, being too caught up in material things. Yeah, that you know, you know, it's very much a remake of March of the Wooden Soldiers, the holiday film that was done by those famous comedy guys, Mr. Oh, yeah? Mr. Laurel and Mr. Hardy. Okay. So it's uh, it's it's you know it's definitely about the the perils of shopping and 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 how sometimes our material things will rule us. You're welcome. Number five. Small soldiers, eh? It, that's not enough for six and five. No. <sighs> okay, number five would be snatch. Obviously. Actually, oh. no, I don't understand it. Obviously. Yeah. What do you, that you want me to explain Snatch? The Guy Ritchie film? No, I, yeah, I mean, I, who doesn't want Snatch for Christmas? <laughs> but it's... Uh, do gypsies celebrate Christmas? I don't think so. God damn those people. Do they celebrate anything? Or are they just heathens just roaming around from town to town? I don't know. Giving curses and wearing horrible blue velvet shit. Smelling like it I like changed my answer. Like incense and, and sodomy. Santa can be a bastard. Am I wrong? No. And uh, <clears throat> he's a gift-giving fool. I'll give him that. But if you know, you're know you bad, he tempts you with gifts, but he either doesn't give them or he'll take them back on you. You know? I thought where you're going with is you're going to say Santa has the fucking tightest abs in town. Does <laughs> <laughs> he... Does he not? Because, I mean, have you seen Brad? Oh, Jesus yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Have you seen uh, number four, Serafina? <laughs> I've never seen the film, but I know you're talking about. It's 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 a warming, it's a heartwarming tale. Uh, a musical celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. 
Her is dream she, project. Is she in Serafina? I believe so. I know she's it's a dream project. Okay. And and her it's a, there's a joyous vibe to it and it's a musical celebration. Uh singing and dancing and and people flirting in the sun. Yeah. And that's I mean that what 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 better way to personify Christmas? What worse way, but I mean I'll put it on the list. I mean Christmas is a festive time. People are singing going around singing like a bunch of crazy assholes. God, they do. Why do people sing so much at Christmas? Why are there all these Christmas songs all the time? God, they can't go anywhere. I know, and most of them are about, I mean, all of them are about fictional people. Yeah. Jack, I mean, Jack Frost nipping at your fucking nose? I know. Tell Weird. me you wouldn't be scared about some guy nipping at your nose. Nose cannibal. The only target's noses. Yeah. It's not, it's not guilty. <laughs> it's not guilty, Your Honor. He, uh, that is a kind of a freaky creature if you think about it. Some guy singing a song about a nose-eating fucking nightmare. You may, you wonder what fucking happened to Rudolph answered. Jack it, Frost bit the shit out of it. it. used to be black, now it's red, now it glows. Jack Frost is a nuclear <laughs> nose-eater. Yeah, the day after happened to him. See, this all fucking... Ties in. It really does. Then he, then he kind of, I guess if you could use the word... Biting, you could maybe replace that with the word snatch. Not really. But Jack Frost, does he say nipping at your nose or toes or is there... Jack Frost nipping at your nose. And does he, does he get to the toes? And the folks that are dressed like dressed up like Eskimos is an homage to film number three, The Thing. Yeah. Because um, first of all, that's some cold shit that they're in. That's That is a... Definitely a Christmas film. They're in a, a polar atmosphere. Um, and the, and I think the analogy and the metaphor is that they discover Santa in the ice. The weird thing about the thing becoming a Christmas movie is everybody, that's a weird Christmas time thing to do with your family is test each other's blood with a hot needle. But it's really not. I mean, because it's about togetherness. Open a vein, put it some blood in a Petri dish, warm up a hot needle, and recreate the thing. See, but that could just as easily be warm up a, a, a hot time. Pot, time warm, for eggnog. Yeah, no, warm up a fucking you know a, some hot cider. Yeah. A. Spend spend some time with your blood. B. Be attacked by Wilford Brimley. Z. Done. There's huskies <laughs> in Christmas. Um. Can you imagine you you're a kid? You run down the stairs. So excited, and Wilford Brimley's under the he tree. looks like Santa. It's not a coincidence. Wilford, <laughs> Wilford Brimley's under the tree? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. The great thing is, like, there is an analogy. The Santa and his sleigh, the thing in his spaceship that's fucking frozen in the snow. And if you notice, um, the last thing that happens in the movie is uh, Kurt Russell shares a, a bottle of uh, booze with his uh, his friend. Yep. It's, it's the, the holiday spirit. He's spreading cheer. Yeah, he is. Um, well, for Brimley. Um, and uh, I mean, uh, I I don't know if it was the Johnny Mathis or Elvis version of Blue Christmas, but it involves him uh, dragging a guy around by his face. Wilford Brimley's been into this. I think he's been into the eggnog. Is that how he got under the tree, or did you? Did someone actually put Wilford Brimley on their list? 
I would hope he was on their list. I That'd mean, be great to see some kid's list is like on the top of the list is the Nintendo Wii, and then number two, Wilford Brimley, you know? And then Sled. <laughs> Sled. Sled's a distant third. And the funny thing is, like, you can imagine his parents' chagrin having to meet up with some fucker in an alley off of Craigslist to get their Brimley. Is that a fucking, is that a, is that a real Brimley? Is that, or is that a knockoff? A Brumley. <laughs> <laughs> you have to see if to get the authentication card to see, you know, but they can even mock up those. Oh, hell yeah. Those forgers are good. Plus, I mean, um, is it one of the Brimleys that's got the uh, little card so you can go online and raise him? Wait, they put those online? Yeah, you could feed. You have to feed your Brimley. You have to. You have to cater to their every need. I mean, or, you definitely have to feed the Brimley. Jesus Christ, you have to groom the Brimley as well. Oh God, he can grow some facial hair, doesn't he? He can, but he's. It's all. It's all for a good cause. You feed him. Uh, it's weird. You feed him oatmeal and bolts. I, I, I think that's hearsay. No, I think that's the Grimley. Well, whatever. Old Brimley, man. So, uh, I mean, definitely a festive film. There's trees, there's snow. I'm still fucking worried about Jack Frost getting a hold of my nose. I didn't realize how horrifying that song was. God, fucking chestnuts roasting over an open fire. But now I can understand the carrots to be the snowman's nose. You know how they put carrots? Yeah, I guess they're trying to, it's like one of those, they're trying to fake out. They're trying to put the tasty nose on some dummy snowman hopefully he won't bite yours yeah but the problem is the one the one weakness jack frost has is poor eyesight yeah so what they're doing is by protecting themselves they're enabling him to become more acute yeah. hunter yeah that's the thing that's the lesson what a nightmarish creature you know don't 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 feed the weaknesses of the villain if they would just put like a cucumber on that nose instead of a carrot then well then maybe you'd do something else besides biting the nose you know what i'm saying Jack Frost, he's a little randy as well. Well, I mean, yeah. Creepy. Oof. God, I'm going to have night- nightmares of fucking Christmas. What a fucking tragedy to this what thing. A nightmare, is. yeah. I didn't, uh, um, so what's number two? What's film number two? Transporter 2. See, that's that's a it's about damn time. I mean, it's, it's special. It's about damn time we kind of cut closer to the, something you, that is much more obviously a Christmas film. Yeah, I a mean, little I think, Hanukkah as well. I think people knew that <laughs> knew it was coming, which is I think is sad because I think I like to say say our lists are a little different. You know, we're gonna have you know some traditional movie Christmas movies on there like the thing, but you know I wanted it to be a little different. But number two is gay. You can't how are you gonna avoid it? Transported two. Period. End of story. Now, is that is that franchise basically? Becoming like what Halloween, you know, like so, like certain, like basically every, like there's going to be a transporter movie for every holiday, because the first one, I mean, there's a reason they released it on Arbor Day, and the fourth one, I, I, I've heard a rumor that the fourth one is most definitely tied to President's Day. I don't know what the third one's going to be. I just hope they come up with more holidays then, because I like to see more of those films. The oil fight um, was ripped directly from. Uh, 
the work of Irving Berlin, and I thought he was one of the names synonymous with the holidays. Yeah, but I mean, if you remember, and this transporter too, Jason Statham, he's got that big white beard. That's what. Remember? Yeah. That's why I was attributed to the holiday. Well, I mean, I thought the girl character was the beard. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's number two. <clears throat> Unless you want to move it off of number two, I. No, I'd, no. I mean, that's no. I mean, hey, we're just we're just sharing the information. It's not like we're coming up with this shit. I mean, I know you want to crawl as number two. No, crawl. Actually, crawl is uh, when at the end of the film. If if it wasn't for the end of the film where they rip open the turkey, <laughs> I, I think it's more of a Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, no, definitely. But it's a good movie nonetheless. I know. I'd like to see Kroll make it, though. The character. You know? Make it with Brimley. <laughs> this is my top of my fancy wish list. The, I wish they the would... character Kroll? Is it, he's not the character, is he? Who, who think, is Kroll? Is he I like the little weapon? Prince, uh, it's Prince uh, Solwyn. Or, um... That's the main character? Yeah. It's, 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 Who's it's, Kroll, then? Colwyn. A... Prince Colwyn. <laughs> I think Kroll is a planet. Is it? I think. God, I'd like to see that planet make out with Wilford Brimley. Which brings us to the sixth day. The uh, number one Christmas movie. Are you of talking all about time. The, the semi failure Schwarzenegger film? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like the Christmas film he did. Saved by the holiday, Schwartz, you know? Yeah. Just in time. Thank God that's on, that's on everybody's watch list for oh, holidays. Oh, I mean, the great thing is if you go to the USA Network at any time over the next uh, 72 hours. Mm hmm. You're gonna see. It. You're gonna see six. And six. also, that what's good about was versatile about the film could be also Hanukkah. You know, it's like a the sixth day, right? Well, Jesus, you know, Tony Goldwyn on the sixth day. Uh, Jesus went back into the cave. Remember, he really did. He's like, I resurrected, but phew, no way. This, He's like right back in there. He went back in the cave because it had wireless. It's also why Stanham, the transporter, went back into the cave. <laughs> Wire foo. Nice. And in the sixth day, of course, you had Sarah Winter in Wonderland. Nice. Yeah. Star of 24 at some point. And very little else. Yeah. Sarah Winter. The thing I like about Sarah Winter is that she looked like Ellen Barkin in a wind tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> she used to. But uh, Winter... That's the W Y N T E R. Am I am I right? Right. That's how she spells it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, how how does she spell Sarah? S N O W Y. That's not her problem. For a while there, she had the makings of being a hot hot uh, hot flesh apartment. Yeah, and then she decided to be an actress. So, uh, man, I got. If you can imagine a box set of these ten movies. I can, Nick, and is it time to reveal oh. that the Chud.com podcast is collecting these films together and selling them as the holiday package through, why don't you tell the rest? Oh, for Vision Streetwear. <laughs> how do we get that deal? And how do we get the rights? some of these films. Well, we didn't get the rights. We just bought them and we're going to wrap them ourselves. We just bought the DVDs? Yeah. All right. As a matter of fact, we're not even taking the stickers from Target off of them. Yeah, Target did some good deals on the sixth day there. Surprising. They have yeah, so many well, copies. I, the, the, uh, the, the sales clerk actually shed a tear when he saw us leaving with all of them. 
<laughs> was it a tear? I think so. I don't think the Blob is any longer a Christmas movie. I have to disagree. No, I, it can't be because we no longer, in this country at least, um, we no longer uh, celebrate the, the tradition of the Christmas blob. <laughs> and we've retired it. Uh, it used to run neck and neck with Santa, right? The Christmas blob? Yeah. I don't know. Like a little... What do you mean you don't know? I mean, it was like that, that. That was like the first thing, like the gelatinous. The blob, the Christmas blob, had no discernible neck to run with. <clears throat> it didn't have the thing about the Christmas blob that I always liked was that you know Santa. I can buy, I can buy a man with a, ba- a sack full of presents, touching his nose, shrinking down, going down your chimney. You know, putting presents under your tree, putting Wilford Brimley there. What I like much better, and I think you agree, is a gelatinous blob full of gifts, pooping those presents <laughs> under your tree, you know, kind of, and then on the way out, dissolving the cookies you left for him, you know, and then heading to the sky with his little blob deer. Question, um, does that, that really explains a lot about my childhood? Because every December 24th, I'd fall asleep and I'd look out my window and there would be a half-digested Jeffrey DeMunn outside. Yeah. And I always... I'll tell you what sucked, though. I don't know. Going to get the pictures taken on his lap at the mall. The (laughs) blob. I know. Where do you tell what you want? You know, like, uh, where do you whisper, I want Wilford Brimley... Uh, this season, and, and and then and then the assistant comes over. Um, that's his knees. <laughs> you can't whisper to Santa's knees. And then the uh, Santa then, Blob. And then you start whispering in another area, and they come over and like that's <laughs> that's the mom's knees. <laughs> that is an awkward. Yeah, actually, that's one thing about sitting on the... I don't know if you could call it a lap, but uh, his blob crease, his big crease that he... Um, and this, what sucked is you had to wear that like uh, that blob-protectant clothing. You had to get all suited up before yeah. you could push a button on your, on your chest piece to get the loudspeaker going. I remember one year I... Um I put on my suit and I sat on the uh, Christmas blob. And uh, the assistant came over and says, ironic because he has Matt. I never saw him again. <sighs> when it, what, what was it when we became too callous as a society to, to, to accept the Christmas blob? And I don't think we ask a lot of serious questions on the show, but sometimes I like to throw one out. Um, and I, I don't want to get too political. I don't want to get too. Uh, but seriously, what the fuck? I mean, <clears throat> we replace them with something like a lot of things in this country. We replace them with something mediocre, Santa. When we right. could have, we could have just stuck with the Christmas blob. Um, you know. 
and, and I'm uh, not saying it's pleasant to see a huge gelatinous dissolving man eater riding around in a sleigh <laughs> spilling over the edges a bunch of f- terrified reindeer in front of him looking back over their shoulders yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say something the song used to have 19 reindeer <laughs> But, uh, you know, when you have to leave uh, severed feet instead of cookies, I can understand. the It's a weird tradition, but... I, when I was a kid, I found this book. Uh, my parents fucking took it away immediately. It was a book uh, from a long time ago where it was basically talking about when the, the blob... You know, the blob was a, in, on a meteor. Yeah. Crashed into Bethlehem. Was found by this guy and yeah. his wife. Uh-huh. It put a it put a scarf around it. I remember every year, every year in December, get the same regift. It's like it's that time of the month again. Little, uh, I remember I got the one year that I was pretty unhappy is when I had there was a little uh, elf skull dissolved and melted. Against the box of my uh, Lego police station. And oh that's my god! Try to play with that. What about what try about to put the time that together in the seventies when I when I finally I, I my parents finally told me they got me the rigid Armstrong that I always wanted. <laughs> but you can't blame him for that though. The blob for ruining that toy. He's jealous. <coughs> <laughs> He's jealous. <laughs> oh blob Christmas blob what are you putting under my tree <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know if you know this piece of trivia. What was the Blob's full name? Do you know his full name? Uh, I think Blob was an acronym. Yeah? Big Living Orb Blob. Just was it short? Was it shortened or was? <laughs> what does the B blob? What does the B stand for? Blob, blob. <laughs> I I just recently found out that uh, on Golden Pond is a slasher film. Recently, where were you? <laughs> I'm just telling you. Yeah. I saw it when I was a kid. I didn't realize. <clears throat> Fucking slasher flick. All right, so we're, we've decided, since Steve's not with us, that we should design the perfect gift bag for Steve. Yeah. Things to fill into a giant bag to give to him if we had unlimited budget, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we had un- unlimited budget, though. We'd take most of that money for ourselves, I imagine. No, no. If we had an unlimited budget, there's no such thing. Since it's unlimited. Yeah. 
we could take all we want and still have unlimited amounts for Steve. No, I try to take most of that unlimited for myself and just give him a small portion. So basically you go to your you go to the <clears> ATM, <throat> you type in your your pin number and it's the infinity symbol. Yeah. And you're like fucking A. It's like a, a like a cheat code. I try to take 9 tenths of that infinity symbol. Okay. If not more. <clears throat> well, let's talk about what would you spend that money on? For Steve, cuz he's not here and cuz he deserves a lot of gifts. <clears throat> let's get him a serious gift first. I mean, what, did you get him some gifts this Christmas? I got him. I got him a box of cigars. You got him. Okay. And I got him uh, something else. Okay. That's it. Okay, so we have to add to that. Yeah, but I, I'm talking about like if we had an unlimited budget and the ability to really kind of if he didn't if we didn't have to worry about his tiny apartment, his tiny room in, in the house that he lives in, and the fact that he's uh, kind of a, kind of a bag of bag of jizz. Well, one thing I think would be a good gift for us is we could give him the ability to come to a one podcast recording next year. Like a gift certificate to a podcast visit. Mm-hmm. Now he might. That's the thing is he might not use it. We well, can't afford. He can't afford not to. Well, I mean, I just am saying that you fucking put that thing on eBay. Jesus Christ. Mm. Yeah, it's gone. Oh yeah. Um, but other than that, what can we get the man who has? Almost absolutely nothing, right? Yeah, like uh, if you had a, a seriously, like if you could really go out there and I mean, like stuff that you came to get in stores. Okay. <clears throat> when I first met him, he he said he wanted Doug Henning. Okay. And at the, and at the time, tickets, I, tickets to see no, Doug Henning. Doug Henning, like as a friend to see the show. No, no, like the guy. The see ability, his magic show. No, to have Doug Henning at his house. All he the wanted time. the man. He wanted Doug Henning to be at his house for breakfast, lunch, okay. dinner. Okay. Um. To to have him within arm's reach at all times. To have him to hold. You could hope. Yeah, but he'd escape that grasp. Is Doug Henning? In a, is he kind of like a Houdini? No, no. Does he? He listened to Houdini. Yeah. But uh, no. Uh, Does Doug Henning still work? Well, that's the thing. That's why this has become more realistic recently. Yeah, it might be more of a career choice for him now. Oh, my God. Did I tell you about this rooster I knew? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Doug Henning is a possibility. Hard. Hard to gift wrap. Yeah, he is, but you can always lug Henning. But his favorite, once again, he listened to Houdini, so he's probably into gift wrap. Yeah. Sure. What, what about... what? Well, I mean, that's something that he wants, so you want to give him something, because that's something that hits on his list. So right. I, I don't want to give him, I do want to give him a su- surprise. Um, does Doug Henning have a brother? <laughs> Ned Henning, I believe is his name. No, I, I, I know that Gallagher has a twin brother. I know he does. Yeah, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> but he, that, that's the best thing about that Gallagher, because he would... He would tour under as yeah. the real Gallagher. Well, that happened with Peter Gallagher as well. And that got confusing. They eventually had to shoot one. They just had to guess. You remember? They were struggling. Yeah, they were both saying, I'm the real Doug I'm the real. <laughs> I'm the real Gallagher. I'm the real Gallagher. And they just shot them both, maybe. That would be that would have been the only way. Yeah. But And that was the last time anyone heard Oasis. So that would be a good gift, too, an Oasis CD for Steve. Because he likes that band, right? Yeah, if he's dumb. 
Um, he also said uh, he wanted a lifetime supply of of douche rags. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what for, but more power to him. Douche rags. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure what those are. I don't either. Are those the things you wear in your head? Like you tie them. Do they come in rag? <laughs> Do they? I I hope. That was a kind of more of a squirt bottle. Maybe it's a mixture of a do rag and a douche bag. Could be. It's, I hope it's not something we're gonna have to create. That's one thing I want to try to avoid. That's kind of why you have an unlimited budget. You trying to get him some sounds? See, that's. <laughs> I, I I don't think he's spending all this time thinking about what he would get for us. That's what makes me sad. Cause I, I'm I'm like the next guy, I like a gift now. And what then. makes you think that? What gave you that idea? <laughs> I'm sure it keeps him up at night. He's like, it keeps him up at night, and knowing, God damn, I might have to buy them something. I know, it's fear. Fear keeps him up. Yeah, he wakes up in the. Cold. That's a that's that's the, that's my gift. Is to to the give sweats. No, to give <laughs> to give Steve a gift. And to see that look on his face of horror that, oh shit, I have nothing for this man. B, I can't afford to give anything to him. C, he's the greatest man I've ever met. D, holy shit, is that Doug Henning in this bag? He's even more charming than I hoped. Now, Doug Henning, is he the guy? He doesn't make uh, Statue of Liberty disappear. He's not no. Copperfield or whatever, right? What does he do? He made um, most of his, his jobs disappear. That's <laughs> true. Is he, he the kind of the guy that wore, like, uh, his big mustache, wore, like, the rainbow suspenders type? Yeah. You know what sucked? This fucking sucked. Two Christmases ago. It's Christmas Eve. I show up at Steve's house for breakfast, and he's sitting there eating breakfast across from Doug Henning. And I didn't have the receipt for the one I got. Yeah, but what happened to that Doug Henning? Remember? You remember what happened yeah, to him? Yeah, fucking... Did I... Did, yeah. Three weeks of fucking barbecue. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I still got some of his knuckles in the freezer. I didn't know you could uh, make out with something to death. But... Suffocation. That that guy was magic, but he could not escape the smothering lips of one Steve Murphy. <laughs> You know what's funny is like there's like um there's a whole period of time there where um Christmas movies were kind of taboo. Yeah, oh yeah, that's it's only kind of a resurgence now really of them. Yeah, and then and then an onslaught. <clears throat> Fucking onslaught. Last exit to Brooklyn. Um Oh god, uh Dancer in the Dark. Girl 6. God, Girl 6, that was oh Great big hit in the Amish. I, you 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 wouldn't figure Spike Lee for a Christmas film. No, I mean he just—he's not one of those guys that take advantage of that kind of a. I think a Christmas movie obviously is kind of a cliche. Yeah. Obviously, people that watched um, Razorback. <laughs> Razorback. Oh God, The Handmaid's Tale. Never understood that. But... I didn't think it was a Christmas movie until that scene where the the wife was holding down. <clears throat> The woman and Robert Duvall was having his business. 
he was actually I think he actually um got a loan and opened a business while on top of that of the handmaid on on top of her tail. I think did he, did she have a tail in that film? She did not. Um and that's kind of what it's about. It's about you having to give up your uh, your freedom to even a vestigial? No, it, it, she there may have been one, but is that the mystery? It might be. So was it handmade? <laughs> a handmade tale. Was that I don't understand the title, I guess. It's my business, but uh it's fucked up. Yeah. Fucked up is true. That movie's a re- that's a precursor to Children of Men. Kind of if you think about it. Also a precursor to a postcursor actually too. One Children, of your favorite films. Children of Corn. Jane Fonda. Oh, Clued? Yeah. No, Children of Corn. It's a postcursor. Uh, I thought Children of... Uh, <clears throat> Children I, of Men was good, and so was City of God, but I like how you Children call it, of Corn and City of Corn. I like how you call it Children, children of Corn, not Children of the Corn. <laughs> That's the whole... Yeah. Children of Corn. I think we're talking about different films. Okay, what's Children of Corn? Children of Corn is about... Um, this um, it's the, it's about this uh, future society, okay, where um, everything that's valuable, come is found intact in your shit. That's the currency, mm-hmm. and uh, this guy uh realizes that everything he shits is fucking awesome. <laughs> oh. So he becomes. The, the basically the leader, people would be picking stuff out, the treasure ass, 